Hello everyone, my name is Justin. Welcome to the Amen and Aweeb podcast. Today, I'm doing it by myself. Because, uh, well, my my friends couldn't make it. So, um, yeah, I'm going it alone today. What I wanted to talk about was, uh, what I look for in a protagonist. Protagonists, I think, are good and written well and things I ones I don't really like. It's okay if you like them, but to me, I just don't. And, um, things I like about a protagonist and things I dislike about a protagonist. So, um, let's start off with good stuff, right? Oh, one person I think is a really good protagonist um, the first one that comes to my mind for a well-written one, I'm not going to say Gintoki because I haven't finished Gintama yet, but, um, the school live protagonist, Yuki, she's very well-written. And, um, I'm going to try not to give too many spoilers here, but spoiler warning, Yuki lives in a school with her friends, a school that's basically been overrun by, uh, zombies, and, um, um, so basically, um, what happens is, traumatizing stuff happens leading up to just it being her and her friends living in the school she at that point is in after that point is in denial she imagines her whole world is happy and fun and normal um and not depressing at all. And when someone mentions the name of someone who died, she's like, oh yeah, they're right here. Because in her mind, they haven't died. Um, <clears throat> what I like is that it really goes into her mind and goes deep on that and in some scenes it shows her point of view but then it just cuts back to the twisted reality she's actually in and it's you know I actually dropped the show at first because I thought it was annoying but it's a good storytelling. It's good writing. I picked it up back up the second time and I really liked it. And I really liked her. Um, the way she overcomes her denial and uh, I wouldn't say moves on with her grief, but gets better with it instead of just being depressed. 
and actually tries to make an effort with her friends. It was really nice. And um, I definitely recommend School Live for a watch if, if you're okay with um, horror themes. And, um, yeah, so anyway, here's a bad protagonist for me. Uh, he's probably my least favorite antagonist in anime, actually. <clears throat> and that's that freaking dude from In Another World with my smartphone. Isekai wa smartphone. The... <sighs> The dude's a creep. He may he may not look like it at first. He has blank expressions almost all the time. He's very generic. But um Yeah, he he's a creep. He likes all the girls, even a younger one, which is like dude, I get for the fantasy world you're in. If someone else were to do it, because maybe it's normal for them, not saying in this world it is, but maybe in that world it is. But him, it's like, he's from our world, there's not really much of an excuse, you know what I mean? And, um... What, he gets... The way he gets flustered is stupid every time something happens with them. He wants to end up marrying all of them, which is weird. I get it's a harem, but still, it's very weird. <clears throat> and, um... Oh, man. the He doesn't even have a goal, either. In the anime, he just does nothing, achieves nothing, except for somehow doing OP magic nobody else does with no explanation. Like, oh yeah, there's uh, there's the spell to open a portal? Eh, let me try it. Does it right away without any training or anything at all? It's like, seriously, dude? Like, you're not Einzel Gaun, uh, dude. Like, chill out, bro. I don't know, that. if you guys have seen that anime, you know what I'm talking about. That guy just sucks. And that anime, in general, sucks. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think he's necessarily terrible or anything. I think he's okay. But I think he should have been a side character. Todoroki or Mirio could have been the protagonist. Maybe he gets away better in the manga or something, but where I dropped it, it, he hasn't been very good. My Hero Academia Deku. Yeah. <clears throat> so his backstory was basically, I got bullied and I don't have a quirk. Wow. That's the best thing you can come up with. Like, the person I can think of who's similar to Deku is Tanjiro, and even he had a compelling, uh, more compelling backstory, dude. 
like his it, he went out to go get firewood i think and then his parents got slaughtered by demons and um <clears throat> at least it has more emotional weight to it you know what i mean but with deku it's just i got bullied and i don't have a quirk uh, i don't have a quirk and look, I'm not saying bullying isn't a big problem, but, like, I don't know. I don't feel very bad for Deku. If he were a real person, he'd be chill. He'd be cool. I'd be friends with him, probably. But, like, as a protagonist of an anime, really? Oh, yeah. And don't even make uh, let me mention the his dad. Like, it doesn't even mention him. It mentions him once. And that's the mom at the beginning mentioning his quirk. And that's the only thing. Like, they act like he uh, he had no impact on Deku. Deku never thinks about him. Like, they just ignore him. And that's very odd to me. Especially since he's his dad, right? With Todoroki, at least they go in-depth and in detail with his parents, right? Like, I don't know. And Todoroki also has more creative power than Deku. I'm not saying Fire and Ice is the most creative power to exist or anything. But it's better than just one-punching, one-kicking stuff. Every people... To be fair, it's not always like that, but it's super overpowered, which make his fights, um, <clears throat> okay, I guess. Like, I find myself much more enthralled, enthralled with Todoroki's fights. Uh, let's see. Another good protagonist is Okabe from Steins Gate. <clears throat> the, uh, the way he um, bickers with Kurisu and grows in that relationship actually makes it feel like it's organic. And a lot of media don't make a love feel organic. They make it feel forced. But between Okabe and Kurisu... It makes it feel like they're meant for each other, you know? Like, they're both smart, they're both quirky. One has another personality, but... That... And, uh, Kurisu doesn't, but... They still fit well together. And in a way, they're both mad, mad scientists. Even, even if Kurisu is more of a... Inside mad scientist and okabe is more of an outside one you know those kind of dynamics work well together and for a couple those two work well together and um yeah for okabe you can feel his torment his pain his emotion as he goes through the events of the show and you see him devolve into this man who's used to the pain and numb to it. 
and um the only thing he's focused on is um saving one of his friends which is almost impossible to do by the way and he's just numb to it and uh Kurisu um reminds him that not reminds him but tells him that he's starting to get numb to it and you know I just really like psychologically sound well-written characters like Okabe because they're so good Okabe Uh, Okabe, you could even see him break down at one point and say that his whole Hoenn Kyoma mad scientist thing is all a, a stupid act. And, um, a facade and childish. I don't necessarily think all of that, but he says that, and uh, you get to see his breakdowns throughout the show, his emotional pains, um, so psychological characters are usually ones I like the most, ones that go into their mind, show you the pains they have, show you the traumas they have, and how they overcome them, or or learn to acknowledge that it happened, but move on. I, I like that kind of writing a lot. You see, um, the writing, I am not a big fan of, is just when they show their backstory once, and they're like, oh yeah, it didn't really affect them that much, though. We're just doing this so you can have a background on the character and move on, uh, move on without acknowledging it again. And also ones where it's, unless later in the story they explore it, but sometimes they just have the backstory, and there's multiple things in there where they, like, mention it once, or they mention it once. Or they just pretend later that it never happened. Not necessarily a retcon, but more like ignoring it. Like a Deku's <clears throat> father. But, um. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes there are actually exceptions to. Um 
super deep psychological characters being well written and good like gintoki you don't get much of a backstory at first heck i'm at like episode 190 something and i still don't have a whole lot of a backstory for him but Instead of being bland or generic, they actually give him a funny, quirky personality, a good one, and also one that teaches the lessons to you. And he's not super overpowered either, and has good fight scenes, and has good chemistry with the other side characters. Shinpachi and Kagura and all the others. But I'm sure I'm gonna get more of the backstory from him because I've seen glimpses of it, you know? <clears throat> anyway, anime protagonists are really, it can be really good. Or done terribly or just okay you know what actually I was gonna move on but I'm gonna talk about one more anime protagonist that I thought was bad I think he's funny yes is he written well no and that's the protagonist from Ari Fureta, um, from Commonplace to World's Strongest, I think it was. Man, he is really funny. In a bad way. He's edgy. He's, he's so edgy, it makes me laugh. Like, the outfit he has, the way he talks, the way he, uh, he broods is funny. <laughs> Like, because they over-exaggerate it a lot. Um, is he written very well? No. I didn't think his backstory was that great. Just... Keep in mind, I haven't seen the first season in a while. So it's just like, Oh no, one of his classmates let him fall. It's like, oh... Well, okay, they randomly just teleported into this world. Sometimes that happens, but that's a little lazy, to be honest. Although you could get story started that way and have a good story, but that's beside the point. Um, Yeah, and then after that, from what I remember, they only mention it once when they meet again, like a couple episodes later and what a bar or something because when he falls he gets separated from his school group and then they meet up later on and then he just doesn't care for the most part <laughs> like just acts in the most edgy way possible so yeah i didn't think his backstory was very great um, he, it, he's not really someone that makes me think, wow, he's very well written and deep, you know, like I, 
like to see in a protagonist. But anyway, you want to know who's a great protagonist? And he's actually real? Jesus? Jesus, he actually died on the cross for our sins, believe it or not. And he died on the cross for us to have a deeper relationship with God. And it actually happened too. So I don't think there's a better protagonist. Like, Jesus is the Bible's protagonist and also life's protagonist. Jesus is our father. Jesus is our best friend. When we allow him to be. Jesus is someone who supports you when you're down, even when you can't feel it. Whenever you're grieving over a loved one, keep your faith strong. Because Jesus isn't the one who killed your family member. He, it, he didn't intentionally look for that to happen. He didn't look for that to happen at all. The devil did. And nature did. It's a part of a life. And uh, I know I'm going deep, a little deep here, but it's true. When you're grieving over a loved one or something else bad happens to you, keep your faith strong and worship him. Because he will comfort you. And he will be your best friend in your most trying times. Jesus. With, without Jesus, I wouldn't have started this podcast. I wouldn't have suggested it. I wouldn't have gotten my friends to be here for this ride with me. I wouldn't have made as much progress as I have now with my lost problem. And I'm sure with my fellow youth leaders at Rivers Church that um, Jesus has helped us through a lot and has helped us progress and move through addictions and other things. He's, he's helped us when we needed him most.
Jesus is just holy. Jesus loves you. And whatever you're going through right now, I promise you, Jesus is going to be with you through that. And hey, you can always uh, give your money back if my promise is wrong. I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, needless to say, without Jesus, my life wouldn't be as good right now. I wouldn't have much of a direction. At least now I have a job and I'm doing this podcast and doing being a youth leader because... Without Jesus, I would still just be lying on my bed doing nothing, wondering where my life's going to go. I still have thoughts like that, but I am in more of a direction now than I was last year. I can admit, last year... The second half of last year, I was scared to move on. I was scared to move on with my life. Tried college for like a month, a month maybe, and it didn't work out for me. I will probably do college again, but. Right now, I feel like right here, everything I'm doing now is the perfect position. And, you know, right now, you may be in a great position with God spiritually and with what you're doing, but maybe you're not. And, uh... If you want to talk to me or you want me to pray for you, my Instagram page is at justin.shank, S-C-H-E-N-C-K. Because I do care about you, even if I don't know you, I love you. And even if you don't believe... God still created you in his image, shaped you from the clay, molded you, and you, and you don't need drugs, alcohol, you don't need doubts. Because nothing's going to change it. Nothing's going to change his love for you. Because he loves you. So I'm telling you. Put your faith and trust in him. Worship him. Listen to him. And he will speak to you. Even if it takes a month. Or more than a month. Sometimes it happens more than a month. It's different for everyone, cause we're all, uh, cause the way he speaks to us is unique. 
So, I'll get started with the prayer now. Heavenly Father, we uh, I love you and I thank you for this day. And I thank you that even if my friends aren't here, that I'm able to do this podcast episode and to talk to anyone who's listening and hopefully um, they get something out of this. And I pray that you're there with them um, no matter what they're going through, no matter what they're feeling. And I just pray that you're with all of us and um, that you'll minister to us and that you'll make us feel supernatural joy. I rebuke depression. I rebuke alcohol. I rebuke weed. I rebuke drugs. I rebuke anything that's bothering anyone who's listening to this. I love you, Lord. And I thank you for dying for us and for who you are. And I thank you for existing, because without you, I would be nothing. And in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Raw, man.